This episode of Masters of the Cinematic Universe is brought to you by Mo DeWitt and DeWitt Law Firm. Maybe you get in an accident chasing down a homicidal liquid metal machine from the future, or a time-traveling car sends you skidding into a truck full of manure. Perhaps a homicidal child cracks your skull open with a paint can this holiday season. Mo understands that every case is unique. If you're injured on the go, just call Mo. And we're back for part three of Scott Pilgrim versus the World on Masters of the Cinematic Universe. <laughs> Sorry. All, all the air ran out? Oh, yeah, yeah. Full of, full of steam. Um, when we last left, we were talking about the vegan who will now be gone. <laughs> Such a stupid line. Yeah. Um, and as uh, Scott is leaving, he apologizes to Natalie. It, which which is also envy, but she hasn't heard that name in a long time. Um, and then he leaves with Ramona, and that leads me right into my next clip, uh, which is also our next fight scene. But it, it kind of goes together. There's some good exposition here, but I'm gonna go ahead and let the caricatures talk for themselves. We really don't have to go to this thing. It'll probably be a bad scene all around. No, I'm fine. It's just, it's just. Have you ever dated someone that wasn't a total ass? Well, so far you're not a total ass. But I'm part ass? If it makes you feel any better, you're the nicest guy I've dated. Wait, is that good? It's what I need right now. But not later? Scott, I don't have all the answers, okay? I just like to try and live in the moment if I can. I just like to live. Look, I know Todd was bad news, but are you saying Envy wasn't? They all have baggage. Well, my baggage doesn't try and kill me every five minutes. What did you do to make your ex-boyfriend so insane? Exes. Whatever. No breakup is painless. Somebody always gets hurt. What about you and that girl Knives? Who broke up with who? I believe I broke up with her. And was she cool with that? Knives is with young Neil now. She's totally cool with it. You sure about that? Yeah, she's very mature for her age. We had a very healthy breakup. We're all peaches and gravy. What about you and Kim? And Kim? I can barely remember. It was high school. She had freckles. That's it? Yeah, it kind of ended. You changed. That's really the whole story. Okay, fine. I had to fight a guy to be with her, okay? I fought a crazy 80-foot-tall purple-suited dude, and I had to fight 96 guys to get to him. He was flying and shooting lightning bolts from his eyes, okay? And I kicked him so hard that he saw the curvature of the earth. Does that make you feel any better? Well, now you are being a total ass. Welcome to the club. I'm sorry. I'm not usually like this. Hey, don't worry. I don't even know what I'm like anymore. This ex-boyfriend's thing is messing with my head. Exes. Why do you keep saying that? Girl from earlier? Roxy? You know this girl? Oh boy, does she know me. What is she talking about? He really doesn't know. Can't have you, no 
I'd rather be dead than go back. He's a creep, you're a bitch, and you all deserve each other. Give it a rest, Ramona. This is a league game. Meaning? Meaning your precious Scott must defeat me with his own fists. Uh, I don't think I can hit a girl. They're soft. You don't have a choice. Pilgrim reaches the end of his journey. Some sooner than others. Your BF's about to get effed in the beak! <laughs> we was the back of her knees. Wait, how does that work? Whenever we were making out, I would just... Okay, enough! Occasions. Why did you want one? Because we really don't know that much about each other, do we? Maybe you could just give me a list of all your exes so that I could at least know who's gonna beat my ass into the ground next. Oh, like a handy little lamb in it or something? Let me see if I have one. Oh, maybe we could exchange our information. Hey, just out of sheer curiosity and concern for my mortal well-being, is there anyone at this party that you haven't slept with? I think we should split. As in get out of here, or as in split-split? I'd hope you could figure that out. But you missed the part where I saved your ass. <laughs> How could I? I feel like we just washed our sexy laundry in public. Dirty laundry, you're drunk. I had like one drink. I'm sorry I cared. You know, I don't enjoy all this, Scott. In fact, I'm sick of it. I thought you might be more understanding. Just, just another evil ex waiting to happen. Harsh. P.S. Here's your stupid list. Matthew Battelle, Lucas Lee, Tony Hall, and Roxy Richter. Who the hell are the Katianagi twins? Oh. You don't know? The Katianagi twins just happen to be the next band in the battle. And they are... totally badass. Ramona dated twins. Apparently. At the same time. You know what? I don't know and I don't want to know. Good. Cause you know how I feel about girls getting blocked in the rock. Good, I play better when I'm in a bad mood. If it's gonna be an issue though, young Neil can fill in for you. It's not an issue. You know bands, I know battles, we got it covered. Well, we'd understand if you didn't want to take part. Not only do I want to take part, I want to take them apart. Okay, I'm getting tingles. <laughs> uh, so, we get this fun fight um, with Roxy, who sees this like punk rock southern girl who's, you know, so she knows me. <laughs> All sexy. Like, um, Michael Sarah is just fucking creepy as usual. <laughs> um, I like uh, how he gets the, the, he gets peaches and cream mixed up with peaches and gravy. <laughs> like, uh, he realizes he's being kind of an asshole. Uh, but, well, you know, I mean, girl's got some baggage too. So she ain't innocent in any of this either. No, that's very true. Um, I can see the frustration being real when he's like, she's like, what about Kim? Oh, yeah, yeah, I had to fight a giant robot fucking with a purple head. <laughs> I mean, she called him a dick, but I mean, 
he's not wrong in that, that like mm-hmm. that's one of the few things he's actually been right about this whole time um and then uh I like the fight that she tries to fight the girl but she can't but he in his defense he doesn't want to hit a girl <laughs> like they're soft <laughs> yeah. um but she she fights with his hands which is kind of interesting she like grabs him and she's doing the punching even though she's using his hands yes so it's, it's kind of interesting but he kills her with an orgasm which I'm assuming he's never given a woman before <laughs> I would agree with that first time for everything yeah very far now behind her knee just get her and she's like oh you'll never do this to her <laughs> I love how she calls Ramona a hasbian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then, like, of course, um, he asked for a list of all her exes. Like, can can you just give me a list? Because I'm, I'm getting to, I mean, you should have asked for this a while ago. You've already beat. Was yeah, it's a little four? late. This is the first four. <laughs> There's really three left. I also like how she very snarkily was like, oh, yeah, I just have a laminated copy. And then proceeds to give him a laminated copy. It's <laughs> <is> pretty funny. <laughs> um. And then we find out the next the next set is uh, the Katanagi Katianagi twins, who yeah. just happens to be the band that they're going against in the next battle, because <laughs> um, they're at the concert now. Uh, we I like the cool breakdowns of everything too. Like they seem to know everything about everybody, and they have on these little like whiteboards they draw up and flip over. Mm-hmm. Um, the show is going to be Amp versus Amp, which basically means they're going to be playing at the same time across from each other, which seems like a really bad idea. <laughs> but yes. Um, especially well, it's executed really well. It is executed really well, but like in in just reality terms, like that would not be a great concert yes. for anybody. No. Um, and uh, you know, of course, like the Caddy and Augie twins have this ridiculous like wall of, of speakers, whereas they have their regular mm-hmm. lamps. Yeah. Um, as they're into the uh, show, Kim points out Ramona's and is at the show, and uh, she's talking to a man. Um. As Ramona watches, you know, from the audience, Scott is staring down the man who's with Ramona. Steven tells Scott, oh, that's Gideon Graves. Um, at which point, Scott kind of puts two and two together, and he's like, oh, fuck. And uh, he he's uh, he's like, no, we're, we're doing this. Um, and, uh, you know, they, they were getting beat up to this point at the concert because... You know, the other group just outpowers them. Also, what's cool is like on their dials and they turn it up. There's like a red character at the end of the Japanese characters. And it's the red, uh, the character is the character for 11 in Japanese. And it's a, tr- it's a nod to Spinal Tap. They turn up to 11. Yes. Um, as the two bands are playing, they farm these giant monsters that fight each other. It's like a dragon and a gorilla. It's very cool. It is over the audience. That whole that whole thing is very cool. Yeah, it's it's a really cool, interesting way to show a fight. Um, so they they do the sex bob bomb does win, which at this point now they've defeated the fifth and sixth evil X at the same time because of the fact that you know they were twins, and she dated both of them at the same at time. at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> um, also. What's interesting bit of trivia, those guys didn't speak any English. And um, when they were being directed, um, Edgar Wright had to use hand signals most of the time to get them to figure out what he oh, wanted wow. them to do. Because hmm. um, that was easier than just hiring a translator. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. It was one scene. They can get through it. Yeah. And I guess it's asking a lot to find Japanese twins who both speak English. 
It's, you know, when you're throwing out the casting call. <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like out of all the shit they went through, that that could be the easiest thing. But oh well. Yeah. Right. Hmm. So, um, an extra life pops up over Scott's head, and he grabs it and uh, runs off stage to try to go get Ramona. And uh, Kni- Knives is is there, and she tells him, "I came to see you." <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, "Uh, I gotta go." Um, and he runs outside. And he finds Ramona standing there in the snow, and we get our next clip. Ramona, I need to tell you something. Yeah, I have something I have to tell you, too. Great, listen, I know you play mysterious and aloof just to avoid getting hurt. And I know you have reasons for not wanting to talk about your past. And I want you to know I don't care about any of that stuff. Because I'm in lesbians with you. (laughs) What? I really, really mean it. Your turn. What did you want to tell me? That we have to break up. What? It's Gideon. I just can't. I can't help myself around him. That's the bad news. Hey. The good news is that I'm officially loving the sex bombs. Three piece rock outfit with a smoking hot redhead on drums. Music to my ear holes. You know what? I'm not even going to wait to see how you guys do in the final. I'm signing you right now for a three-album contract. See? Not such a bad guy after all. I think we're going to sell our souls to you? Well, guess again. No, no. I can't be a part of the band with this douche in charge. Ow. Scott. Don't try to keep your emotions in check, man. Don't let what's past ruin your future. The people need to hear us, Scott. Well, then you're going to have to find someone else to play bass. Whoops. Sign, sign, sign. And we are all set. Sweetie, shall we? Oh, Scott. No, we really should be thanking each other. I mean, if it wasn't for me, Ramona would never have been with you. But if it wasn't for you, she wouldn't have gotten back with me. So I guess it all shakes out, huh? Between you and I, the whole League of Evil Lexus thing, I was in a really dark place when I put that together. So, forgiven? All right, let's go! I said lesbians. she really the one? The what? I mean, did you really see a future with this girl? Like, with jetpacks. Time heals all wounds, little brother. Maybe next time we don't date the girl with 11 evil ex-boyfriends. Seven. Oh, that's not that bad. Hey, yeah, I know. Oh, it's so pathetic. Ah! Turn off the light! <clears throat> Presumably, you just saw some guy's junk. And I apologize for that. Okay. And he apologizes too. Sorry. 
Scott, you know I love you, but I'm gonna need my own bed tonight. It's for sex. Right. I may need it for the rest of the week, too. Right. And the year. I get it. Maybe you can move in with Ramona. She's with Gideon. Oh, man. It's probably just because he's better than you. Mm. <laughs> Either way, this fight is over. Mm. <clears throat> it's for Scott. It's for you, big guy. say I feel terrible about earlier. I don't want any hard feelings. So I figured, why not be the bigger man and just give you a call? Is Ramona with you? I don't know. Are you with me? Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, buddy, it's gonna be all right. No, I just spilled hot cocoa on my crotch. <laughs> Listen, as you know, I'm opening a new chaos theater in Toronto, and the sex pops are playing our grand opening tonight, and it would feel really weird for all of us if you weren't there. They just did a sound check, and the acoustics in here are amazing! Yeah, maybe I'll see you there. I hope so, amigo. I don't want any more bad blood between exes. What do you say? Mm -hmm. Okay, laters. What a perfect asshole. <laughs> Forget what I said earlier. Finish him. <laughs> um, I like how you could never get the band right. The sex bombs, the sex bobs. Hey, Paul. Yeah. He calls him Paul. He doesn't just give a shit. Yeah. I mean, he just doesn't give a shit. Also, for some reason, that phone call reminded me of the phone call between um, Ricky Bobby and uh, Colin Hunt Jr. <laughs> when he's at his house. <laughs> yeah. Stop, stop trying to play games with me. <laughs> um, but uh, we did get a little bit to unpacking that scene. So, you know, Ramona leaves with, with Gideon. You know, Scott actually kind of gets kicked out of the band because he won't sign the contract. But Neil, who's been playing all his parts, does. Uh, that Rickenbacker looks a little worse for the wear. I think he's getting beat up. It started the movie looking pristine, and now it's got, like, tape and shit all over it. Uh, which also, that's kind of an expensive base for him to have. Like a $2,500 base. Very much so. Um, I also read in the trivia that Michael Sarah actually was really good at playing bass and had to kind of make it look like he was less good for this movie. Um, really? Yeah. Uh, apparently he's he's he was way too skilled to look like an amateur. Um, That's funny, dude. Yeah, I thought so too. Um, so they actually had to have him dumb down his playing abilities. Uh, yeah, the Rick the Rick is too nice for this kid, man. You're. You know, yeah. I didn't really, I didn't think about it before, but it needs a little bit of that, like that thing you do where they started with like the yes. shittier, you know, instruments. Yep. Yeah, I agree. Um, I really like the acoustic guitar with the pickup on it that Steven Stills has though. I know. Yeah. That thing's really fucking cool. Oh. What happened? You just ran out of gas. <laughs> I, I lost my place. Done. I was like trying to figure out where I was. I got the wrong page. It's done. Like I really like that guitar with the pickup. I on really it. do. I really oh. like. <sighs> so, um, okay. I was, I was like, where are my notes? I, that's right, because I don't have very many notes left. There's almost all clips from this point on. <laughs> 
Uh, Scott does say he's in lesbians with her. Um, <laughs> and he's like, I love it. He said I was in lesbians. Uh, Wallace like is like, you should just give up. Then all of a sudden he gets the phone call and you should go after her. Um, and then, you know, we get the, uh, the next scene where he decides he's going to go for it. And he takes off to the chaos theater and, um, he, he gets past the guards with a series of BS passwords. Like, what's the password? Whatever. All right, go on in. What's the password? Eh. Ah, go on in. Um, and we get in there and, you know, a really defeated sex bob is playing. They, they look just like, they hate this. They sold out. You know, they went from lame brand amps to sweet brand. <laughs> they're all wearing black, you know, white. Um, and uh, we get this next clip here. Club sucks, by the way. Well, if my cathedral of cutting-edge taste holds no interest for your tragically Canadian sensibilities, then I shall be forced to grant you a swift exit from the premises. And a fast entrance into hell! <laughs> You'll pay for what you did to him. Listen, Kung Pao Chicken. Your old, old boyfriend brought this all on himself. He was warned plenty of times, but did he listen? No. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to her. What? You broke the heart that broke mine. Get ready to cool fight scenes in this this layer also oh yeah um i i for some reason i cut the clip wrong but it was supposed to say scott earned the power of love because he confesses his love to ramona yes. um, and then he fights gideon and gets defeated almost immediately um and knives comes to fight um and you know the first thing you see in for him but she's really trying to like fight ramona for for scott which at this point you know it's just a mess this whole thing's a fucking mess uh 
Scott's really fucked up everything. And he uh has. Yeah, so uh, he 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 gets in the fight uh and he uh you know goes to seems to like realize like and finally own up to the fact that he's done shit wrong and starts to say something and as he does uh Gideon stabs him through the back and kills him. Um and a cool bit of trivia is a lot of this, you know, comes from the graphic novel. But this scene, actually, they took from the movie to put in the graphic novel of him laying on the ground with the word dead next to it and the arrow pointing at it. Because um, they hadn't finished writing the books when, when, before the movie was done. Oh, but they liked that true. scene so much that they ended up putting that black background with him laying on the floor with the dead sign next to him into the comic book. That's cool. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. I also dig, dig how this character's whole redemptive arc is to admit that he cheated on both of these women. And you're like, yeah. oh, He's a good dude now. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All is forgiven. Well, you know, he, not yet, but, you know, he will, you know, basically learn nothing at, at all in this movie. He can get whatever he wants. <laughs> yes. so, so, I mean, there is that. As most yeah. guys do. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how it works, right? Um, oh, yeah. So, you know, uh, we we get him, you know, in this little weird dream sequence thing here. Where I have this clip pulled to these clips basically ran right into each other, but I was trying to give a little bit of a cut in between them because you know we've done so many back to back to back to back clips. But uh, here, here's a little bit more of what's going on. It's another shorter one for a second. Scott Pilgrim, hey, hey buddy, welcome to the chaos. Oops, I got these out of order. <laughs> I was like, something seems wrong. That's the one that I should have played last time. This is the one I should play this time. Oh, man. Sorry. Dying's gotta suck. You know what sucks? Getting killed by that guy. Why him? It's complicated. Well, I'm not going anywhere, so... Now might be a good time to get into it. Truth is, it was me who was obsessed. I was crazy about him. He ignored me. I was more alone when we were together than I ever was on my own. So I had to leave. And that's when he started paying attention to me. So why go back? I can't help myself around him, Scott. It just, it's this way of getting into my head. Well, that's legitimately disappointing. I really will leave you alone forever now. No, I mean, he literally has a way of getting into my head. That is evil. I didn't mean for you to get dragged into this spot. I just wanted something simple. I'm sorry it had to end this way. Well, I really fought for you. Maybe I'm not the one you should have been fighting for. Fighting for. I feel like I learned something. Which would be great if I wasn't dead. So, so alone. You're not alone. Scott, let it go. Don't worry, I know what I'm doing. Steven, the new line of rocks, you guys sound way better without me. Young Neil, you have learned well. From this point forward, you will be known as Neil. And Kim, I'm sorry about everything. I'm sorry about me. 
Scott Pilgrim! Hey, buddy! Save it! You're pretentious. This club sucks. I've got beef. Let's do it. Wait, 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 wait! You want to fight me? For her? No. I want to fight you for me. Scott earned the power of self-respect. both of you. I'm really sorry. And you're not a fat ass. She didn't mean that. So are we all good? <laughs> Never felt better. Yoo-hoo! Are we done with the hugging and learning? I thought we had a fight going on here! Oh, you've got a fight, all right. <laughs> I do love Wrong this move, movie. baby. Um, sorry, I was looking at my clips. I, I got myself fucked up on clips somehow. <laughs> um, so Scott this time has learned the lesson that you know maybe he shouldn't have been fighting for someone else. He should have been fighting for himself, and he gains the power of self-respect. <laughs> That's what a narcissist would say, <laughs> right? <laughs> This movie totally is narcissistic Fight for myself. Well. Uh, I'd like to see the future version of this where Glenn Howard plays a older Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> that called, would work. It's called It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, that's true. It's always Scott Pilgrim. It's the SP Sunny Philadelphia, Scott Pilgrim. Hey, I'm, I'm in season two, guys. You liking it so far? Yeah, I am. Oh, good. I was always yeah. worried because the first season gets a little... No, but you know something? Even in the first season, the, the writing is is sharp. Yeah, this, you know what I mean. It, it the bones are there, and it starts to you know really like just coalesce into in the second season. So I'm I'm definitely into it. Yeah, when Devito comes into it, just it like just yeah. energizes everything. Yeah. And oh. it's definitely a welcome break from watching Shameless because that thing is soul sucking. That fucking show. Oh yeah, no. take, Sonny's just that'll funny. rip your light out of your, life out of your heart. Sonny's um, like so asinine and absurd. Um, yeah, the newest episode, which came out this week, um, has Brian Cranston and Aaron Paul in it. Oh shit. Okay. Well, I got a ways to go for that one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, whole solid 14 season more seasons two. to get through. Yeah. Um, also when you get to the episode, um, in Ireland, I can't wait to see your reaction to like one of the things you find out. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, holy shit! My mind was fucking uh -huh. blown. 
I was like, no way. I, I was so excited. The cameo, like, just got me. All right, cool. Um, so back to this movie, though. Scott, you know, defeats Gideon, gets him on the floor um, in a position where he's about to go. He stops Knives before she can attack Ramona. He realizes, you know, I fucked up everything. Like, I, I did it. It's me. I'm, I'm the fuck up. I'm a piece of shit. Um, you know, uh, I'm going to have this revelation and then everything's going to be okay. Like, I'm not going to really learn much anything, but I'm going to say I'm sorry and we're going to forgive me. Yeah. Um, so... The rest of this movie is a clip just to pulls us to the outro of the movie, the very end of it here we're at. So I'm going to play it, then we can discuss a little bit of what happens, but there's not much to discuss, honestly. Who do you think you are, Pilgrimy? You think you're better than me? Well, I'll tell you what you are. A pain in my ass. You know how long it took get all the evil ex's contact information so I could form this stupid league? Like two hours! Two hours! <laughs> You're not cool enough for Ramona. You're zero. Nothing! Me? I'm what's hip! I'm what's happening! I'm blowing up right now! You are blowing up. Right now. <laughs> He's, he's just a really nice guy. We're gonna get brunch next week. We, uh, we actually have a lot in common. Your hair, it's getting really shaggy. It is? Yeah. You should probably get it cut. Yeah, you're right. I should get it cut. At a salon. Salon, yeah, that sounds really nice. Hey, you're, you're going? You should probably disappear. After all that? I still need a new life. 
I came here to escape, but the past keeps catching up. I'm tired of people getting hurt because of me. I'm pretty sure I'm gonna get over it. I don't mean just you. No, I understand. I should thank you, though. For what? For being the nicest guy I ever dated. It's kind of sad. It is kind of sad. Bye and stuff. Scott had to face himself, and uh, I guess they're getting waffles. They're getting <laughs> waffles. Whatever the fuck it is. He's a, he's a really good guy. Yeah. Of course he is. Again, that's what a narcissist would say. <laughs> Nothing changed. Nope. Yep. So this, this fucking this fucking guy, you know, I don't know if it's the weather or my mood, but listening to these scenes makes me hate this character Way yep. more than when I watched the movie. It's so hard. <laughs> yeah, he's such a bitch. I like him. <laughs> <sighs> Scott. You insufferable prick. Yes. So he d- doesn't learn shit. Like he really doesn't. Because no, in the end he does. Ramon was like, I, I'm gonna get out of here. He's like, but I, I I could deal with this. And he's like, I'm not talking about me. <laughs> he fucking right. nice. Yeah. And I was like, Yeah, I realize how much of a piece of shit you are and I'm better than you. So Well, exactly. Yeah. It takes them to, to again try to teach him the lesson that he does not get. Yeah, so yeah. he leaves off with Ramona. I'm like, yeah. Okay. I mean, you've been fighting for her this whole time. Apparently, originally the movie was supposed to have him ending up with knives, but Someone said, like, well, he's been fighting for Ramona the whole time. Why wouldn't he end up with her? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, I don't know. He, you know, isn't the greatest, but the, I like the movie still. Oh, please. Yeah. You, I'm sold. 
So uh, we only got one thing left to do here then, as far as uh, content-wise, the rest is gonna be thanks. I am a movie critic by trade, and until recently, I got paid to tell you people which movies merely stink and which ones you shouldn't screen near an open flame. Well, I'm putting the burden of lousy movies back on you. It's very simple. If you stop going to bad movies, they'll stop making bad movies. If the movie used to be a TV show, just don't go. After Roman numeral 2, give it a rest. If it's a remake of a classic, rent the classic! Tell them you want stories about people, not a hundred million dollars of stunts and explosives. People, it's up to you. If the movie stinks, just don't go! You love me! You really love me! It stinks! It stinks! It stinks! Are you not entertained? Yeah! So, uh, start with you, Doug. How do you, how, how do you, let's, let's let you do your thing. Well, yeah, I mean, like you said, as much as I'm shitting on Scott as a character, this movie has all the stuff that I dig. I mean, first and foremost, it has Edgar Wright. I mean, yeah, it's a proven known fact that I just dig his shit. He's, he's a pro and you can see it's funny watching this now again, it's, it had been a while since I'd seen it. Um, all the tricks that he pulled out for baby driver were born in this movie with, okay. with just the Easter eggs and the little background references that you wouldn't notice the first three times you watched it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, look at that. The X's in the corners and you know, the, the and, and just the, you know, the little hearts, all that stuff. It's all stuff that he did on a more grand scale with baby driver. And, you know, um, Has one night in Soho is his most recent movie and it's a little more subtle there, but it's still there in a more polished form. So, this set the table for that kind of stuff, you know? So I dig it. I dug it when I first saw it and it didn't lose anything when I watched it, this most recent go around. So, I mean, this one gets a solid 4.2 from me. Nice. Wow. Have we done more Edgar Wright movies than any other director? Uh, I don't believe so. Cause we, I keep holding off on uh, hot fuzz and, world's end because tim wants to do them so yeah but we but we've, we have done ant-man even though it was a master's class and well ant-man he didn't do though yeah he was oh, gonna thought, do it i thought he ended up doing it no he was yeah. originally gonna do it but then he they he scrapped his, they, they scrapped that's, his idea okay. that's yeah. What it was. yeah so yeah we've done we've done Shaun of the dead we've done baby driver and that's it and I won't, like I said, I mean, Hot Fuzz is so number one on the list, but I got to wait until Tim can do it. So, um, yeah, it's only two from him. I don't know why I was thinking we did more. I'll look. Maybe I'm wrong. My brain's not always working, though. Yeah. So, 4.2 for me. Nice. Eric, where you at on this? It's a tough one. I like, I like the, uh, movie as a whole i like you know it's creative and weird and the video game thing is cool and the sort of comic book manga thing is cool i fucking hate this character 
He is uh, but you insufferable. Know, it is saying something about a movie that can make you hate someone so bad. Yeah, it's it's like the perfect storm of of the way he's written and Michael Cera's delivery. Like it's it's uh, a blender of stuff that makes me want to crawl out of my own skin. Uh, but it's good. It's entertaining. It's you know, it's a novel approach. So I'm not going to go as high as Doug. I'm going to give it a three point eight. Wow. I really thought okay. with the whole comic book aspect, it would have went higher for you. That's that's most of my score, man. Oh. The visuals are are cool. They really are. Music is cool. Comic book stuff is cool, but I don't know. I don't know. This may be a good one for for re ratings later, like when you're in a better mood. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how many times have you seen this movie before this? That's out of curiosity. Um, probably two or three okay. before this. So you're not like yeah. a like a fresh. You've had a you've had eyes on it a few times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I absolutely enjoy this movie a lot. Like everything about it is just so fun. Um. I do see a lot of flaws in him, but like I said, that's his character. I can't like hold that against the movie like itself. Like, and they did a good job of making him into this narcissistic kind of asshole who everyone sees this. It's not like, you know, it's not like everyone in the world thinks he's great. And like the, the they're like, fuck you to the watcher. No, everyone in the movie agrees with us. Like everyone's like, you're a piece of shit. You're dating this girl. and She's wrong for you. Like you did this, this other girl. I'm going to call you out. So like, it's it's addressed that he's such a piece of shit in the movie. So like I don't have a problem with that because like, you know, that's what they were going for. It wasn't like they were going for something and then, you know, didn't deliver on that. That's what they wanted. <laughs> um and I, I just enjoy the style wise, the music wise, you know, the concept. Everything about it just kind of works for me. Um I would probably go like four point six whoa all right for me it rings up there nice i get it not to mention the the all-star fucking cast when they were young yeah it's a pretty impressive group of uh actors man and schwartzman will almost always there's very i don't think there's much of anything i didn't like schwartzman in he he's one of my favorite actors yep 4.6 4.6 that's that's really Ooh. high man yeah i mean i dig it what can i say um but you know what else i dig the fact that we have some awesome people that like to take care of the people on this show mo, mo, mo. yes indeed we like to take mo, this opportunity mo, to thank mo, show sponsor mo dewitt if you're injured on the go just call mo uh mo has a mention this every time but go check out his website just callmo.com and merch section got lots of uh, cheap and free stuff on the merch section and it's uh believe it or not really high quality stuff too like uh they've sent me some t-shirts i'm talking like bella canvas you know what i mean like none of this uh hanes 100 cotton wash at one time and it shrinks up to your tits this is <laughs> good quality stuff man uh, yeah, check it out. And again, if you're injured on the go, get legal questions, just call Mo. Yeah, just call Mo.com. 
We also have some other people to thank, Doug. Uh, some, uh, some, we do. Some Patreons. These are our Patreon members. These fine folks give us money every month. Um, and we really appreciate them for it. Uh, it's money out of their pockets. They give to us because they appreciate what we do. So we appreciate them. And we're going to read their names. We're going to start off with founding member Hannah Christ. Then we've got Mr. Peter Bianco from the Tone Jerks podcast, the second month podcast, and the Author Rails podcast, Brian Gower. Our co-host on the Just Surprise Me podcast, as well as the Sharing Maps podcast, Mr. Will Lehu from the Single Path podcast, the Texas State Bago Chance podcast, and the Texas Size 10 4 podcast, Mr. Tony DeGraw. We've got Mr. Michael McVeigh, Mr. Michael Van Zant, and last but definitely not least, Mr. Hugh G. Rection. Thank you, Mr. Rection. Yeah. Visit patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U to support the show, you cheapskate. Like that. Yep, that's the best every every time. It's that's so the best. good. Yeah. So, so thank you guys. If you want to be a patron, you can do that. Go to MOTC or patreon.com backslash MOTCU and give us that money. That good, good money. Yeah. Good, good money. Yep. And uh, you know, there's only one thing left for us to do tonight, guys. Oh wait, what are we doing next? Oh, that's right. What are we doing next, Eric? Next, we will be digging into... Now, I'm really excited about this. I know we've had a run of real stinkers, and this is a return to form because this movie sucks. But it sucks in the most beautiful and absurd way. It is called The Skateboard Kid, starring Dom DeLuise as the voice of a magical talking skateboard. And uh, for this episode... Yeah, <laughs> what what else do you need to know? You uh, should start you downloading this too because I haven't got it yet. Yeah, you should probably see if this exists on the internet before we announce it. Um, <laughs> but for this episode, special guest Tony Moonjet or Tony Rage, as you may know him, will be joining us to talk about uh, this movie, and it'll be good to have his perspective as a legitimately really good skateboarder. Um, there's going to be some stunts in this movie and to get his perspective will be, will be uh, interesting and valuable. Are they legitimate? Are they hunk of shit? You know, I, I haven't seen this movie since I was eight years old, so we'll find out. All right. Looking forward to it. I've never seen it. Me neither. Um, but I am a huge Dom DeLuise fan. So, and I do like skateboarding. So. I feel like that's not going to save the movie for either of you. <laughs> uh, yeah, I have to find yeah. this movie, so that's going to be fun. Yeah. Yeah, you got your detective work cut out for you. I have it on DVD. I'll have to figure out how to upload it. Yeah, got to get a ripper. I'm looking for it yeah. right now. Anyway, now All there's right. only one thing left to do. Yes, there is. Lights. Camera. Fuck off. Recording stopped. Hey guys, we've got to that point in the show where we need to start depending on listeners like you to help keep this thing going. What are we, fucking PBS? Oh yeah, you know it. I'm LeVar Burton. I wanted to be LeVar. Fuck. All right. I called it first. Yeah, I'm hosting we- Jeopardy. <laughs> Are you, though? Listen, guys, we we need your help. Uh, To help keep the lights on, as they say, 
Uh, we are launching our Patreon for Masters of the Cinematic Universe. Yes. Yes. And we have uh, different tiers that you can sign up for and pledge to, just like PBS. Um, you get some different real cool gifts and prizes and merch, uh, depending on the tier that you sign up for. Oh, we got all the tiers. Oh, yeah. In you fact, can either be a friend it, of the show, a oh. friend with benefits. Ooh. We could we could start to get serious, or you could just put a ring on it already. Yeah. Ooh, damn. And if you uh, if you exceed that amount, uh, you know we'll send you some not safe for work picks if, if you want. <laughs> it's not safe for your eyes picks in my case, but not safe for anything right. picks. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, guys, check out uh, Patreon.com/slash/MOTCU. Uh, take a look at well, all the different tiers that we're offering. Lots of cool. Uh, swag coming your way from stickers to t-shirts to getting to pick the film that we uh, talk about. Yeah, The yeah. tiers started at a dollar. A dollar a month. Come on, what? folks. That's it? Yep. One buck to get in on that on that number one tier. And All with right. that, you even get the live chat with us anytime you want, as well as a shout out on every episode. Right. So, come on. That's less than a cup of coffee a month. Jesus, what a steal. Yeah, guys, right? check it out. Again, patreon.com slash M-O-T-C-U. And then enjoy this week's movie.